Hello and welcome to the Gospel Chapel podcast. Today on the podcast, we've got Ricky and Karen Sanchez from Thailand. These are missionaries that we support and have supported for a long time, as you'll hear uh, uh, them talk about a little bit. Um, Karen's going to share with us a little bit about what's going on and the different people that are in ministry and how we can pray for them. And then Ricky's going to challenge us a little as well, just to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And so we're looking forward to that. We also want to connect with you, uh, our podcast listeners, wherever you are. And you can connect with us by going to our website, and I'll put the link in the show notes below. There you're going to find out more about who we are, our history, our staff, our leadership team, and ways you can connect with us. And we'd also like to pray for you, so you'll find a prayer form on our website, wherever you are and whatever you're experiencing, God can and will meet you, and we want to be in prayer for you. So if you have a prayer need, just shoot that to us, and our staff team will get that, and we'll be praying for you Tuesday afternoons. We also have a weekly email that we send out on Thursdays to encourage you to let you know what's happening at Gospel Chapel. And you can subscribe to that on our website as well. And hey, about 75% of our viewers on YouTube and uh, I think even more on our podcast don't actually subscribe. So why don't you hit that subscribe button and uh, you'll get the new content as soon as we upload it. And that happens on a weekly basis for our Sunday sermons and then every now and again on our uh, gospel conversations. And with Ricky and Karen Sanchez, that's one of the things we're going to do in the future. Uh, probably in the next few months here, I'm going to sit down with them, have a good conversation about their life, their uh, call to ministry, and just their history, and all the things we don't often get to ask when we meet them in person, and we just have them here for Sunday. So here is Ricky and Karen Sanchez, and uh, enjoy this Sunday service that we just had with them. Awesome. That's a big group of kids. You guys should be very, very happy about that. <laughs> Uh, it's great to be back here. Like I said, it's been a few years since we've been here. Um, just wanted to start off by saying a huge thank you. Like uh, Ben mentioned, you guys have supported us for about 80 years. No, just kidding. Uh, but at least 22 years. And uh, that means a lot to us, as you can imagine, just to know that there's this faithful remnant in Grand Forks, British Columbia, that's praying for us and supporting us. Uh, so just wanted to say a huge thank you for that. Um, how many people here have been to Thailand? Anybody? Okay, awesome. Some people. Anybody been to visit us specifically? I know we've had a bunch. There, there. Who's, who's that? I can't see. Oh, Rob. Okay, great. Yeah. And thank you. You guys sent a team to us once that we still talk about great memories. And uh, we're hoping one day that you guys will send another team. Ben, okay, put that on your docket. Just easy, easy, easy. Just, yeah, lots of time. Just, just put together a team for Thailand. So we just wanted to give you a little update, and then Ricky's going to come and share. Um, uh, we went back to Thailand after our last furlough in January, and uh, we went back as empty nesters. So we were in a bit of a transition, as you can imagine. Uh, we had grown up, we had grown, like raised our four kids there, and so now it's just us. Next picture. This is our our family of four daughters. They used to come every furlough. You probably remember them from from newborn all the way up, and they're all grown up now. Our youngest, we just uh, left her at Trinity. She's, uh, that, that was last year, and we went back to Thailand as empty nesters. So one's at Trinity, one's at UBC, one's teaching at uh, Abbotsford Middle School in Abbotsford and married, and one is teaching in Kona at a boarding school. So Kona, Hawaii. So we feel like we have to visit her oft often. No, we don't. Okay, next slide. 
I just want to share with you a little bit about uh, when we went back in January, like I said, we went back as um, empty nesters, and uh, everyone had kind of warned us that uh, it wasn't going to be easy, and so we really appreciated lots of prayer before we headed back. But the, the scripture that God gave us from so many people was um, Isaiah, I can't even see it, but it's Isaiah 43, 13, uh, 19. And we all know it, right? It says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. And so we were just clinging to that, going, okay, God, we know we're going to be lonely. We're trusting our, our girls in your hands. It's not an easy thing to be in universities day, these days or be a young pe- uh, person, but we trusted God. And so we, we just are want to give testimony that he's given us new joy for ministry, new partners, and new vision. So literally the day we landed in Thailand, we had to do uh, quarantine there. Uh, the, one of our guys that we had done ministry with over the years called us up and he was like, hey, um, I have little kids. I can't travel now, but I've got five orphanages in Phnom Penh and you guys are now empty nesters. Would you mind taking over those orphanages and just kind of being like grandparents to them and loving them and visiting them and just encouraging them and, and that kind of thing. And so as, as we were um, kind of grieving, leaving our kids, God was just bringing all these new opportunities to us. Next slide. I want to tell you just a little encouraging story about Prim. So many of you know we do we do a number of things in Thailand. We do church planting. Uh, we do um, sports ministry that Ricky's going to share about. And then we open an orphanage for HIV AIDS kids. And this is one of the, a little girl that we got about four years ago. Her name is Prim. And when we got her, um, she had laid on the floor uh, of a shack her entire life. So she had been born with a little bit of CP, very minimal. Uh, But her grandmother would have to kind of just leave a plate of rice on the floor, lock her in the shack, go to work at a factory for 12 to 14 hours a day, turn the TV on, and come back. And so uh, finally the grandma was too old to take care of her, and so a social worker brought her to us. And she couldn't even sit, really, in a a wheelchair. We had to, Ricky had to kind of hoist her over his shoulder the whole time. Couldn't talk. Um, and uh, took her in, and now she's been with us about four years, and you can see there she has uh, physical therapy five days a week, and this girl at church, everyone knows if there's an open mic time, every, every Sunday in Thai church you get an open mic time. When she gets the mic, <laughs> it is the biggest encouragement for the whole church. So she will go for 10 minutes straight and just talk about how God has saved her, what God means to her, and so we'll have people that come visit our little church plant. It's called Zion. Um, and they'll, they'll come back just because of Prim, because she's so full of the joy of the Lord. And now she's walking with a cane, and she's just this kind of living testimony of what God can do when, uh, when we pray, believe for miracles, and God's healing her. So next slide. Um, another big uh, prayer request of ours for about 15 years now, we've been trying to start family-based care so some of the kids in our orphanage can actually go to Christian families uh, that we know or pastors, that kind of thing. So we finally had one guy, Ram, uh, about a year ago, move in with a pastor's family. And he's been this huge blessing to this little family who then is able to kind of, uh, Ram is now a bridge to young people and he's able to um, live in a family. And so that opens up more places at our orphanage for, um, for more uh, severe cases. So we're really thankful for that. That's another thing to pray for. We're trusting that that uh, we're going to meet more Christian families. Thailand is still at about a point zero five percent, half of one percent Christian. So it's it's really tough. Um, next slide. Want to share a little story with you. This is uh, Joy there. 
And um, we, in, in about February, we, we did our trip to Phnom Penh to, to kind of visit these five um, orphanages. And someone had told us that, that, that there was a Canadian lady named Marie Enns from Chilliwack. And my mom and dad grew up in Chilliwack and that she ran a HIV orphanage in Phnom Penh. So I kind of messaged her and said, you don't know me, but my parents are from Chilliwack and I run an HIV orphanage. So can you make time for us? So we went and saw her. She's 85. Anyone know her by, by chance? Okay. Marie Enns. Like who knew, right? Uh, anyway, so went to visit her and had never met her. And she just grabbed my arm and she said, you know, the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night last night with a scripture for you and a word for you. And I was like, okay, amazing. Cause we were still pretty sad to be empty nesters and, and kind of figuring all that out. And she said, the Lord gave me the verse, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Uh, you know, we all know the verse, the greatest of these, uh, there's love, joy, and faith, but the greatest of these is love. And she just looked at me and she said, your greatest assignment, your greatest ministry is yet to come. And that is to love the kids that God has given you. Love them, really love them. And she was kind of holding my arm and I'm like, I thought I was loving them, but okay, got it. I got it. And I uh, really felt like that was a word for the Lord for both of us just to hang in there. She's 85, a widow, and she's still there. And she's like, I'll, I'll, I'll die here. I want to be buried in the, in the ground at the orphanage. I'm like, okay, me too. I'm, I, I want to I be like that. So, um, so anyway, so here's Joy. She had run away about a year ago. She was 13. She came to us when she was nine, had never been to school, TB around the heart, she was selling um, stuff in the red light district, like candies and that kind of thing, very sickly, was with us for four years, and then ran away. And the social workers were like, there's nothing real, really we can do once they're teenagers. But that scripture from Marie Enns was just in our hearts. So we just kept calling, just kept calling and going, hey, no condemnation, no guilt, but how are you doing? Are you going to school? Are you taking your medication? And uh, just showing the love of Christ to her and just saying, hey, no, no judgment, you know, what, whatever you need to do, but we are here and we love you. And then sure enough, in July, we got a call from her crying and she just said, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm not eating, I'm living with an uncle who's using me to go into the red light district to sell stuff and uh, can I come back? And so Joy's back with us now, lots of healing to happen, but it was just another reminder that uh, once people taste the love of Jesus and the good news of the gospel, they, um, they'll come back to that. So I just want to encourage you with that story today. Next slide. Uh, that's just a bunch of uh, our boys. We, a few years ago, we have been having so many issues with our boys' home that we just figured, okay, once this group is done, we're going to be done with boys' homes because it was just a lot, a lot of behavioral stuff. And um, not to flatter my, my trophy husband here, but uh, as he's been, he started a basketball ministry with them uh, back in January, and all of a sudden, all of those behavioral things have just quieted down, and they are just a delight. God's given us three new boys since then, so that, that whole idea about shutting the boys down, boys' home down is, is out the window. But just, uh, just so thankful that God has brought uh, more Christian men into their lives, and this basketball ministry gets them um, active, and uh, lots of positive encouragement from Ricky, and they are uh, thriving. So uh, this is just a fun picture. Those are three of our little girls right from like 17 years ago when we opened. Well, yeah, there, and here they are grown up. One's a nurse, one's in Bible college, and one is working for a business. So it's been really fun to see God kind of bring healing and, and use them and uh, grow them up for his kingdom. And next slide. And this is little Alice. Uh, she's our latest baby. We got her when she was two years old. Um, 
so a Thai woman had gone to Korea for um, work, <laughs> let's just say that, and uh, then came back and, and given her, she was born with a disease, and so given her over to us. And one thing in Thailand, it's not really Thai to do adoption or fostering, and so one of our house moms actually is in the process of adopting her with her husband, who is at Bible college. So that is a, a just a huge testimony, and we're just trusting that that's going to be another example for, uh, for the Christian families in Thailand. And last uh, slide here. This is uh, Dai, the, 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 the shorter one, has been with us for 17 years. She came to Christ with us. We sent her to YWAM. She's uh, just finished her BA. She, when we met her, she had a grade 6 education. Then she did grade 9, grade 12, two years of university, just graduated. And we're, we're very confident that God is going to raise her up to be the Thai director within a a short time, and then I'll move to kind of be international director, more fundraising, that kind of thing. So pray for her, um, that she would continue to have favor with government authorities and just lots of wisdom with our kids. And the girl, Pear, if you could pray for her, she just graduated from high school, and MEI is a school in Abbotsford. They gave her a full scholarship to go study there for this year. It was impossible to get her a passport because both her parents have died, no relatives. God opened the doors. It was amazing. We got this passport, and now we're just waiting for a student visa. So pray that that student visa would come in, and she'd be able to go, and she'll be in Abbotsford for a year. So that's just a short update. Okay, and now uh, we have a short video kind of showing some of our uh, minis sports ministry. I'm Lance Carter. I'm from Troy, Ohio, and I go to school in Hillsborough, Kansas at Tabor College. This was kind of my faith story as well, but I was in a little bit of trouble. I had gotten to a fight at school and uh, was essentially kicked out of Tabor and kicked off the basketball team as well. And I go to school with Sierra Sanchez, Ricky's daughter. So he was in town visiting her and kind of heard about my situation and decided to take me out to lunch. During all this, as far as getting kicked out of school, I accepted Christ and uh, decided to walk with him, you know, faithfully. So he had heard this as well and just shared his story with me. He wasn't condemning me for the things I had done, but rather uh, telling me what I could be and telling me the things that God could do with me as far as if I wanted to walk with him and chose to do that. And uh, he also put this on the table as far as the Thailand basketball mission trip. But he was like, you know, you'll, you won't come back the same man. You'll uh, grow a lot. You'll build relationships with people that will be lifelong. I just told him, you know, I would pray about it and uh, I would get back to him. So I had some people around the community just praying that I, praying every day that I would, you know, decide to take that next step in my faith walk. And I felt like that's what God was asking of me. So I was obedient and um, did that and I do not regret it at all. I feel like orientation sets the tone as far as what was expected of us letting us know that we were going to be challenged, not only physically, but spiritually. We jumped into the Word a lot, which is um, something I wasn't really used to, but I enjoyed and learned a lot, um, even in orientation, but following, uh, coming on the trip, we stayed into the life groups every morning, which was helpful.
putting ministry before basketball and making it the bigger deal and then basketball kind of just a bonus on top. I think uh, all the way from the top down that um, the leaders were great examples of men of Christ and um, just um, showed us how rather than told us how. I guess the one common thing was uh, that we were there to serve God. So I think that changed the whole dynamics of the team and just it wasn't about us. It wasn't about um, basketball even. It was about, you know, going to serve and uh, to be witnesses on the court, off the court. But yeah, the camps were amazing. I mean, the chance to, that some of the people had to share their testimony and I think that really hit, uh, hit the heart of some of the children. Our team was just, I felt like we were sharing the love of Jesus and that they, they noticed something different about, the, about us because of that. So I'm just hoping that that kind of plant the seed and that someone else can maybe water it if we didn't. I've grown more in the last three weeks than I've grown probably in my life. I've seen God uh, work in me and other people in ways that I've never seen before. Buenos dias and sawadi krap. If any of you who've been to Thailand know, uh, we have a special greeting there. So that video is special to me because that young man, Lance Carter, uh, was a kid who really uh, didn't have any direction and was going to get kicked out of this Christian school where he had a full ride scholarship. And today he's serving the Lord, still living in that community, married with two kids, and really impacting that community of about 3,000 people, especially when it comes to young men who now are recruited into that community um, from all over the U.S. They even have some Canadians. And uh, now he can be a witness to God's goodness in his own life. And he's a real evangelist. So, yeah, love that guy. And um, I wanted to just share with you real quick here. Uh, there's a few slides. And then we're going to pray. We're going to make this interactive to finish. So we have a few minutes here. But the Lord says in Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I think now more than any time, uh, at least since I've been a Christian, we need to be strong. Um, we need to know that God is with us. Um, it's easy to be afraid. It's easy to be anxious about uh, maybe sometimes we think about where the world is headed. And Thailand's no different. Um, we've been there for 25 years, and, and yet uh, still many people that don't know Jesus. And it could easily be discouraging. But then we see these signs of hope in God. Uh, doing some uh, really incredible things. Uh, and so we, we are encouraged this morning, and we can be encouraged here at Grand Forks, and I hope you're encouraged uh, when you think of stories that Karen shared. So these last few stories here, uh, we're just going to uh, share. If Chris, if we can go right to the last ones. There's about four slides there. This is just some of the kids in our orphanage right there. So let's go to the one at the beach. This is Mac. Mac was one of our boys. There's one picture, I think, where they're little kids. Uh, right before this, I thought we had that. Okay, so Mac's right in the middle. He was one of our first five boys. He stopped taking his meds. And often kids will get to a certain age, especially young men, and say, well, do I really need to take this? They have to take it at 7 in the morning, 7 at night. 
and they're you know healthy and strong and with the medication they have today they can live a long healthy life up in 60s or 70 years old so you can contain the virus of HIV but if you don't take your meds it can turn into AIDS and then you can die so the kids were doing well but he decided not to and then got really sick uh, had meningitis it went to his brain TB I mean as bad as it, it could have been he should have died so he was Basically, the doctor said he'll never talk or walk again, um, and we thought we were going to lose him. And so if you go to the next slide, so God had a better plan for him. So he's always loved McDonald's. We don't do McDonald's too much for the kids. It's just not in our budget, so we eat a lot of Thai food. Uh, but he's always liked McDonald's. He got down to about 25 kilos. He should be about 70. And so I said, hey, I'll take him to McDonald's. Um, once in a while, I like eating a burger. So we started taking him, and you see the next slide, he's at the beach. He loves going to the ocean. We're right on the ocean. So we just sit there, and we just talk. We talk about life, talk about how, Mac, you're going to make it to be strong and courageous. And today, next slide, he's starting to walk again. I mean, he's a living miracle when you think about even the doctors. They didn't think he'd get to this step, and this is only about four months later. And so... We're going to uh, end our time with being interactive, praying Thai style. If anybody remembers that, or if you don't, I'm going to teach you really quick. Um, really, you just pray out loud. You get out your menocostalism, and then you're just going to pray out loud. Okay, so, uh, and you're going to make Karen and I feel not welcome if you don't at least try to pray out. And here's the thing. See, God hears all our prayers. Think about it. Millions and millions, if not billions of Christians around the world, we're all praying all at the same time sometimes. And God hears it all. So today we're going to practice that right here. So if you pray loud and somebody's on the side of you, that's okay. Just keep praying. So we have plenty of things we can pray for. So I want you to stand as we close. I hope Pastor Doug's going to come back up here. But here's what we're going to pray. We're going to pray just to kind of remind you of things. We're going to pray about ALH. We're going to pray for Pear. We've got Prim, who's in the wheelchair. Ram, who's a foster care kid. Joy, who Karen shared about. The baby Alice. You just pick one. Uh, die, our, our sports, our global sports. And, and by the way, we'll, uh, there's some, I know there's some people who do basketball here, so we can talk later about that. And then one of our cards uh, is back here. Pick that up and keep praying for us. Uh, so global sports. And then I specifically want you to pray for Max because God's not done with him. And I left a week ago. I was just with him, and I took that picture. And I said, Mac, I'm going to go all around North America, Canada for sure. Uh, we only have a month here. And I'm going to share about your story, and people are going to pray, and you're going to see what God's going to do. And so I believe that God's going to use even your prayer right now. And I know I'm going to text them after this and say, hey, Mac, we prayed for you this morning. So can we do that? Okay, so here's the way it goes. On one, two, three, um, you just go for it. Pastor Doug, you're going to come up here, and you're going to close us up. Okay, can we do that? Okay, and then you might have some other stuff. So let's try that, okay? On three, and then Pastor Doug's going to close us up. Okay. Ready? One, two, three, pray.
For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled <clears throat> with all the fullness of God. Lord, thank you that around the world your people are praying, and every tribe and tongue and language is coming before your throne this morning. A great symphony of praise, a great symphony of prayer that knows no bounds but the joy that you put in our hearts. And so, Lord, we thank you that you hear every voice, you discern every cry, you listen to your people, and you will act. So, Lord, for all of these that Ricky and Karen are caring for, Lord, would you give them the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, a love that goes beyond what they're capable of in their own strength? Would you empower them with your spirit because uh, apart from you, we can do nothing. May they be so attached to you, Lord Jesus, that it is from the overflow of um, their love for you and your love for them, that they can love others. Lord, thank you that it is you who is at work within us to will and to act according to your good purpose. And so, Lord, we pray that over this ministry in Thailand and whatever ways that will uh, happen this year and the changes, uh, the shifts, uh, the flexibility that they'll need, the difference that it is now that their uh, kids are in various places and, uh, and their home life is different. Lord, we know that you said you just ask us to follow you and, uh, and there's a cost to that family-wise, there's a cost to that uh, in many ways. And yet when Peter came to you and said, Lord, we've left everything to follow you, you said you're gonna receive so much more than you can even imagine because of that. And so, Lord, we pray that your abundant blessing and presence would be on Ricky and Karen as they continue to serve in Thailand. And we thank you for that. Thank you for their uh, time with us today. Thank you for the encouragement. And thank you for uh, all of this stuff we can be taking to you in prayer, uh, knowing that um, what we pray now affects people around the world. What we pray here um, you, you don't see the barriers, you don't see the boundaries. You just see people praying and hearts calling to you. So, Lord, we thank you for that. Go with us in this week, and may we just hear your voice and love you with all that we have. In Jesus' name, amen. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, According to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. 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 Have an awesome week.